Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 241. John and Wendy, welcome back. Mary Williams. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing, John? Wendy, I am well. It is October. It is. Once again, being sponsored by our friends over at Mystery. Yay! Make sure that, yeah, make sure that you check out trymystery.com slash hrsocial to get a free event when you purchase an event from Mystery. Hopefully you have heard our episode with Shane, their CEO, uh, when you listen to this. If not, go back and listen to it. If you missed our chat with them, the recap's available. We're just really excited to be partnering with Mystery for this month. A lot for of sure. cool stuff that they're doing and going on and hope you'll check them out. For sure, for sure. Wendy, I had two quick things to mention at the open here. First off, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to join me, but we, I'm going to be partnering with our pals over at Namely mm-hmm. for a webinar that is, I believe, a week from when this show comes out, awesome. uh, October 27th at 1 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm going to be moderating a panel for them called A Love Letter to the Great Resignation, <laughs> which after having talked to them more, I really am excited about the conversation. They're, awesome. uh, they're partnering with Blueboard, an employee recognition organization that works with a lot with Namely. And so I will be talking to folks that represent both organizations. There might be somebody else involved, too. They're still kind of working some things out. Should be super fun. And I don't get to moderate much. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully you'll check that out. I'll have links in the show notes for that event. And we've got a really cool chat coming up this weekend mm-hmm. with our pal and our favorite Canadian, Melanie Peacock. <laughs> yes, that should be a fun uh, a fun topic. I don't think we've talked about it before. I don't. Uh, I don't believe we have. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about ageism in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And this was something that Melanie, I believe, had posted a, a Twitter had tweeted had tweeted about it at some <laughs> point. And, and I sent her a note and I said, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We, we need to have this conversation with, with Social Hour. It took a little bit longer than, you know, just time-wise. Calendars didn't necessarily work to, to have it until now. But I hope you'll join us for that conversation. I think it's going to be excellent. Yes. It's always fun to have Melanie co-host. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it should, should be a great conversation. Age, I think she starts with ageism, does it exist? And, uh-huh. and, you know, it'll be interesting to see what people say to that. Yeah, it will be. Uh, I'm excited about it and uh, can't wait to see everybody on the chat again. We'll have links in the show notes yep. for the event with Namely and Blueboard. Make sure you check out the chat. Let's not go any. We, we can't go any further without <laughs> introducing our guest. You know, as we mentioned, in case you did miss episode 240, we have announced that we're going to be wrapping the HR Social yep. Hour as of episode 250, the chat is not going away. No. Nope. The chat will continue well into 2023 and beyond. We said, you know, as we looked at the calendar and we realized what we were going to be doing, we said we wanted to have old friends and new in our final 10. How could we not have Mary as part of that conversation? Exactly. So, Wendy, let's make the introduction and get started. I'm only going to say one thing about Mary because if you need her full bio, you'll find you can find it anywhere. The only thing I'm going to say about Mary is she is our number one fan. Has been since the very beginning, and that's all you need to know about her right now. So, Mary, welcome to the show. So excited to have you back. What's in your glass tonight? I am so excited to be back. Thank you so much. Yes, I am your number one fan, undisputed. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, thank you very sincerely for inviting me once again to chat with you both. Um, what I have in my glass, it's called Long Drink Zero. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. It is very refreshing. It is a zero carb, zero sugar, and it's like gin mixed with, do you remember Fresca? Oh, yeah. Yes. Or like a diet squirt. 
Um, And it comes in cans. I had it at a restaurant when I took my nephew out for his 21st birthday. And I tried it there and I was like, well, this is really good. And it wasn't available in stores right away. And now it is. So that is my little refresher (laughs) of choice. (laughs) Doesn't sound like a fall drink necessarily, but that's okay. And it's not kombucha. Thank goodness. Like, (laughs) thankfully somebody not having kombucha for once. Mary, it is incredibly hard to believe. You last appeared on episode 97, which was January of 2020. What have you been up to since then? Yes, well, 2020. (laughs) When I last appeared on the show, I was serving as regional HR for a hospice company. Uh, 2020, uh, due to COVID, led to some difficult business decisions requiring the layoff of a few employees, and I was among them. I tried to make sure that I was making the most of that uh, and putting a positive spin on it. So I immersed myself in our HR community, participated in some great online virtual events, uh, including HR Summer School. I dug in deeper to my volunteer leader position with DuPage Sherm local chapter and got plugged into HR Hot Seat community. So uh, in HR social hour fashion, connect, give back, and network is how I spent a lot of 2020. Uh, Then I was tapped on the shoulder by a former boss to come and join a long-term care company and serve as vice president of HR for that region in which I could hire and build and train and mentor a team of HR managers which was very fulfilling. And then I was approached by a recruiter for my current position. So now I'm head of people at Pinnacle Advertising. I have to ask, in terms of this title, I love this head of people. Was that new for them or was that the title when you came in? It is new for them. It's the first ever uh, position of this kind, recognizing how important the role is of HR and people operations to have it elevated to that senior leadership level. So first uh, for the company, uh, they did come up with the title um, and it wasn't something that I suggested or had to brainstorm with them. So that was another kind of selling point when we started talking um, that they put such a tremendous value on that. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about Pinnacle a little bit. Uh, what type of people challenges are you experiencing and have there been any surprises? We have had tremendous growth. Part of that, it's a it's a good thing, but it can be challenging with change management. Um, we did have a merger and combined three different main office locations. So there have been a lot of post-merger activities. So taking all the different benefits plans and uh, we had open enrollment in June. Uh, So it's combined unified one benefit guide for all locations. Uh, Changed the employee handbook, same thing. One unified employee handbook across all locations. As part of that benefits piece, the, the first integration I undertook was the 401k merger. So a lot of those post-merger activities and biggest surprise, I don't know. I think that throughout the interview process, they were very transparent and I felt very well equipped and prepared. 
to just tackle what was in front of me. And so I'm not sure about surprises. <laughs> I'm going to ask another question here. I've seen your posts about the company. I think I shared even an opportunity for my area. Well, what exactly do you do? Not you as head of people, but what does Pinnacle do? We are a full service ad agency and we work primarily the automotive industry. It's called tier two automotive. Um, we also do tier three automotive, but then we also have several diversified clients, but we are full service. So we're located, we have the three uh, physical office locations, um, but we're in over 20 states across the U.S. with remote employees in our different market areas so that we can be where the clients are and uh, in that, those markets. I haven't heard the term tier two or tier one in a long time talking about automotive. <laughs> Very cool. Mary, we know you're out and about a lot seeing our peers and, and people you know we don't know in the HR world at, at conferences and events. As you're out there talking to them, hearing the stories and what's happening as we continue to move away from the pandemic as best we can, what do you think is going to be the biggest issue for us collectively in 2023? And how are you preparing yourself and your organization for that issue or those issues? I think we're still adjusting to remote work and hybrid setting. And there are employees that we, well, up until recently, we just had... Um, parties in our different locations. But until then, people didn't know each other in real life yet. They hadn't met in person. And one of our pinnacle pillars is build relationships. Um, so that's going to be another focus going into 2023 is to see what we can do um, to make sure that there is connection and that we're building relationships even in that hybrid work setting. Mary, we talked about it earlier. You're our number one fan, of course. Undisputed. Undisputed, yes. Um, and we will say it till the very end and then some. What is your favorite HR Social Hour memory and what's kept you coming back? This is so hard to choose because I love them all. I'm going to say that um, one of my favorite memories is where it all started. That episode one where you talked to Steve Brown. I totally remember exactly where I was. I, um, they had built a park district uh, like fitness area across the street from my work. And so I would put in the earbuds and go for a half an hour walk. And that's what I chose to do. So I started listening right then uh, and every week since. But I loved the warmth of the conversation. I loved how conversational it was. And um, it did really just totally feel like we were all hanging out, having a drink and chatting uh, and talking shop. And I just love that. So a lot of that is what keeps me coming back is the wonderful, warm, welcoming community that you've built here. I hope that you're able to reflect on that as you're winding down here um, to that uh, end episode. Just really take pride in and realize that it's really something very, very special. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. It's not all about us. It's not meant to be. <laughs> However, you are undisputed number one fan, always contributing questions when we do ask us anything. 
we're putting you on the spot <laughs> and we want to know or give you the opportunity to ask us each a question, the same question, whatever has <laughs> come to mind. What say you? Oh, wow. I, uh, so for both of you, I would love to know from you if you have any episodes that have stuck out like a favorite memory in this journey. Kind of like same question that I just answered in a way. <laughs> I'm going to go on my own, my uh, standby of favorite episodes of the, the first episode Anne and I did with Minda Hartz. Yes. And we had so much fun talking with her and then we, you know, got to do it again. She's such a phenomenal lady. And so for her to, to chat with us, obviously we're not going to get Beyonce on now. Maybe, maybe we'll revive if, uh, you know, if Beyonce's people actually call, uh, we'll revive for one, one special episode, but <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with that. Cause it's hard to, you know, you can't choose between your kids, right? I will always point to our episode with Ms. Val because yeah. that episode just did not get enough love, enough listens. And I think unfortunately it was because she's not a fixture in the HR community. Yeah. She's not an HR person at all. But her story was so amazing. She was so kind and giving her her time. Here's someone that literally before we started recording was interviewing with USA Today. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest get we ever. I mean, for oh, us yeah. in terms of that for level. Sure. And I never forget because she's like, oh, I just got off the phone with USA Today. I was talking to him about whomever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. That was pretty amazing. I think some of our on location yeah. conversations are very memorable. I think about the HR Florida event. We were in this massive room. And I was thinking, this is nuts. All our gear set up. Yep. And we had a you know, we had a cast of characters in there with us. I remember when I almost cried talking about Tommy Diener when we were in Chicago at the big HR conference and recording there. Uh namely namely conference and like oh our lot that was our live feed where I That I'm was our live feed, yeah. Because you know, I couldn't get the camera to work or whatever. Well, but. I think you know, one of my favorites on location was when we did John Friend up in oh, you know, yeah. Grand <laughs> Grand Forks, North Dakota. <laughs> Because we had not gotten him on, and so we yes. just went and found a small, small little corner to to record. Which that was that was a that was a fun conference too. I mean, all of us hanging out in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Who would have thunk? <laughs> I you just made me remember one other one where we were at a big national conference, and I we were at doing the Twitter chat live. With at Namely. the booth, with Namely, with yep. the um, the theme drink, <laughs> and that was fast and furious. Like everybody's going crazy, just uh, trying to keep up, and uh, yep. that was super fun energy because I think that was the first time I was able to participate in the chat with other people in person and have that interaction and that energy exchange that you get in real life. That was super fun. I remember, I think it was an older, it was your first international. Did you do a group of? We interviewed the six folks on the blog squad that we knew and we split it into two episodes. Yep. That was awesome. I love both of those and listened Mm -hmm. to them a few times each. You know, yeah. you can't be the number one fan and only listen once. <laughs> Gotta go back sometimes, listen again. Oh, yeah, those were it. great. So many great memories. It is hard to pick, right? It, yeah, when you, you start thinking of how many different episodes we have, like, wow. Part of, as you know, as our number one fan, of course, you know, we do have been doing some outsourcing and having um, other past guests come up with questions for future guests. So 
Trish McFarlane asks, if you could take one person from outside of HR in your organization and move them into HR, what area would they come from and why? I love this question. I just had this conversation about transferable skills uh, with my neighbor who is a licensed therapist and wanting to get into HR. And so we have been talking. So it just kind of falls right into uh, those transferable skills. So I don't think I could pick only one. I think I have reasons for each and why they would be good fits. So like for clients, somebody from client services, they know the client side of the business. Uh, They know what clients need. And so that could be really helpful interacting giving that realistic job preview, knowing uh, from a talent perspective. I think operations touches all the different departments and they know uh, the ins and outs and how things work, how the business works and runs, uh, processes. I think there are tremendous transferable skills and just incredible institutional knowledge uh, from those different departments that can um, share and add Uh, add a lot of value. And then they understand the many facets of the business. So I can't pick just one. (laughs) Certainly understandable. We appreciate you answering regardless, even if it is multiples. (laughs) That's the fun of this and that that will continue to be the fun. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Mystery. Making employees happy at work isn't rocket science, it's data science. Mystery is the startup company that helps people leaders to build connections between their employees. Mystery's newly launched product, Mystery Insights, uses software to paint a comprehensive picture of employee connections across your company. With Insights, you can see how employees are networked and measures change over time. Insights connects with Mystery's marketplace of virtual events that are designed to build connections between teams. Mystery Insights identifies which employees should attend events together and matches them to experiences that they'll love. Mystery has a special offer exclusive for HR Social Hour Half Hour podcast listeners. They're offering two events for the price of one. Head over to trymystery.com slash hrsocial to reserve your first event and get your second one free. That's trymystery.com slash hrsocial to redeem this offer and start building connections. Thanks again to Mystery for sponsoring this episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Mary, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. What career did you dream of having when you were a child? I always told people that I was going to be in the Senate. Oh. So I literally did think that I was going into politics and uh, trying to, you know, make a better corner of the world. I did end up uh, as an undergrad in political science, but um, just changed my mind through, <laughs> uh, through undergrad that that was not going to be uh, the spot for me. Did you do anything in high school to like with the legislative sessions and volunteering or they call them pages here? We did a mock UN in college and I thought it was so much fun and like got super into it with security council and um, and that kind of thing. But it just didn't seem like the right environment to um, be running for elected office. Just I'm glad I ended up where I am. (laughs) If you ever decide you do want to go into elected office, we have several previous guests in the political spectrum now mm-hmm. You're and right. practicing still. So, you know, You're just, right. saying, just saying, Mary, who's one person you've gotten to know in the last year that you think 
more people should know? I think more people should know Nikki Ramirez. Her Twitter is HR Answers. She inspires me, inspires me to be better. I connected with her online. I think she's participated in some of our um, HR Social Hour Twitter chats. We met through social media, but then I met her in real life at the HR Unite conference. And it was wonderful. And then next thing I know, she says, oh, I'm speaking tomorrow. I was like, oh, wow. She blew us away. Her passion for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is contagious and evident. And I highly recommend everyone connecting with Nikki. I think that you'll be uh, as inspired and hope you'll be as inspired as I am by her. Awesome. Mary, if you could go back to the start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? Trust yourself. Trust your instincts. Trust your abilities. And ignore imposter syndrome. Mary, what's your favorite or the most memorable live performance you've ever attended? This is so hard to pick. Um, But the one that I keep going back to that was so special uh, was I got to see R.E.M. on their 1987 document tour, and it was in a high school gymnasium. So it felt like a very intimate uh, setting, and uh, we had a blast. It was super fun. So that one sticks out for me. That would be fun. It that was amazing. Fun. They were playing bigger venues by then, too. They were. That's interesting. What was, yeah. was there a story as to why they... Was it like an MTV event or something? What, what was, it what was, was not. So, um, and it was in Iowa. So, hmm. I, super random. Or I'm I could make some there. joke about, is there a place big and any bigger than... But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was awesome. great. I was like, wow, that was a great show. Mary, if you could be on any TV show, either as a character or yourself, what would it be? This is tough. So if any of you listened to my first HR Social Hour, you'll remember my favorite show. (laughs) Um, So that's all I can think of is um, maybe a sideline reporter for football. Or doing the color commentary in the booth. I love football. So um, that's like the show that I keep thinking of. That's my favorite show. So I think I would do something like that. That would be fun. My husband had the chance to do that uh, when he was in Tennessee and the Titans went to the Super Bowl. He was on the sidelines um, reporting for his station. I think he was in Memphis at the time. Oh, that is so cool. He said it's it's pretty cool. He said it's pretty cool to be on the sidelines there. So, see if you up it a little bit, just you know, on the sideline reporter for the the Bears when they go to the Super Bowl next. <laughs> Whenever that will I, be, I hope I live to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a better chance than the Vikings fans. So, oh, well, I guess we're playing you coming up here. So, oh, we'll is see. that this weekend? I think all right. So. We'll have to do some smack talk. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have Cheryl to. Cheryl Nelson. Clear this episode comes out after, so everyone will know at the time. Through. Oh, yeah. Um, no predictions on my end, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Cheryl Nelson actually thought I was a Packer fan, and we had to correct Ooh. her. Oh. 
Yeah. That's one thing we can agree on for sure. <laughs> yes, and her too. <laughs> what you get on the HR social hour, folks, Midwest <laughs> NFL talk. Hey, we've done all We know where our stuff. listeners are for yeah. much, much of the listener bases out there. For those in the Midwest and everywhere else, Mary, <laughs> it was recently announced it's going to be Mary Williams Day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate? I want to tell you that I actually had this happen to me. Oh. That when I was leaving a job, they made it Mrs. Williams Day. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing. They had everyone wear bear stuff or blue and orange. <laughs> Even the Packer fan did it, and I was, like, so stunned, and she said, oh, I have a Packer shirt on underneath. I didn't want to get a rash, but she put a Bears shirt on top. <laughs> they, um, That's awesome. They signed a football and had a really nice speech and presented me with the game ball, and uh, oh. it was a really neat experience. Um, but if I'm planning a new Mary Williams Day, I would want it to be all about kindness and gratitude. I would um, want everyone to take a moment and share gratitude with someone. And I think that's the way of being kind and spreading positivity. So that's what I would want is to have the day be about kindness and gratitude. I love it. Mary, hands down, you win. <laughs> Nobody's ever had a day for them that's done this that I'm aware I, that's of. That's true. And yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody's ever said, oh, I've had my own day already. <laughs> So you win. No, I don't think so. You win. I don't think so. Leave it to the number one fan to have had their own day with a previous employer. That of course phenomenal. She has. It's Mary. It's Mary. It was of pretty rocking. It was pretty rocking. Yeah, very, very, very uh, fun. Finally, Mary, as you know, we are outsourcing. So if you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, what would it be? I would like to know from our next guest, what they are doing to live by the HR social hour motto to actively connect, give back and network. Love it. Mary, it is now in the book. It will be asked very soon. It seems appropriate for 241 to be our number one fan, undisputed. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for how supportive you have been and how kind you have been to us and to this community and continue to be to this community and to us. You're a very, very special person, Mary, and we are very, very fortunate to know you. When we started putting our list together, Wendy and I agreed, we're like, there are several people that have to be here mm -hmm. and, and you were at the top of that list. I thank you for everything you have done and continue to do. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know most of our listeners are probably already connected with you. If they're not, they have to be. For those folks, what's the best way for them to reach you out there? Uh, the best way is Twitter, and that's at ConMKW, C-O-N-M-K-W. I'm also on LinkedIn, and so those are my two main uh, social channels that I use to connect. But yes, I hope that people do, um, because I am all about that HR social hour motto. We will have that in the show notes. And then, Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to reach you out there? Best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And, of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice-monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? 
Once again, thanks to our friends over at Mystery for sponsoring this episode. Again, trymystery.com slash hrsocial to get that free event when you purchase an event. As for me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman. And for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share, follow, subscribe. Still a handful of episodes to come, so hope you're subscribing to get those as they become available. International listeners, as we've said, unfortunately, it's probably not going to be having you on the show now. We would still love to connect, so reach mm-hmm. out, and we will we will set up time to talk regardless because we, we really do want to know what you've got going. And if you've had a day named for you already, I want to hear about it. I know Wendy does too, but I definitely want to hear Yes. It. So reach out, yes, and we yes, can yes. have those conversations. Mary, again, appreciate you being with us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.